Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Welcome to Launch Podcast with Allison Little. I am so excited for this week's episode, Virtual Selling with Confidence with Macy DeVal and Missy Washam. This is going to be an awesome episode because we have two John Maxwell Team Program Coordinators who have sold internationally and they do it virtually. So we're going to learn how they connect with people and how they're able to really help them learn and grow about themselves as well. These two women are absolutely doing so many amazing things, not only with themselves, but with each other. And that's the cool thing about this whole process. Macy is also an author and she has a children's book. She's a trainer and a coach and a speaker, and she has an amazing family. And Missy is doing so many awesome things. I mean, these two women are just absolutely making such a change in the world. And so today I want to welcome you, Macy and Missy. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having us to be here. Yay. Awesome. So Macy, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Absolutely. So first off, I always like to let people know that I'm a wife and a mom. I have two boys. They're 10 and 12 right now. And we live in South Florida and we are a John Maxwell team family. And and what I mean by that is both my husband and I are certified John Maxwell team members. We were both certified in 2014 and our 12 year old got certified last summer as a John Maxwell team member. In fact, that's how I met Allison. So we do a lot of work together in our community, growing people both here locally and as you mentioned, internationally as well. Myself and my husband both do trainings and Missy and I, as you'll hear, work a lot together both inside the John Maxwell team and outside of the John Maxwell team. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Missy. Well, Allison, I'm actually a former school teacher. I'm a school teacher turned entrepreneur. I stepped out of teaching and started a, a franchise for children. And that led me on a journey of growing myself and growing my leadership in ways that brought me to the John Maxwell team, which I joined in 2015. I immediately just began a a journey of self-development and stepping toward my passion and purpose. And I have never looked back. I was asked to serve as a program advisor on the team. And I said, yes. And so I got started. Actually, Macy was my mentor when I joined the sales team. And I also lead a ministry for women. It's uh, called Soul Sisters Ministry. It is about 3,000 almost women internationally that started with my best friend and I from childhood with a small group of about 15 women. So I I wear a lot of hats. Macy wears a lot of those hats with me. And um, on top of that, I'm also a wife and a mom of two adult children. So life is just an adventure every day. And it really doesn't matter which chapter you're in, right? I'm just a little farther along and I don't have little ones in my house like Macy. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you both for taking the time and energy to be with us today. And I know our listeners are going to learn so much from you. As I was preparing for this, the thing that I thought was the coolest was that I contacted Macy and she automatically invited Missy along on this podcast. And I was like, that is so cool. This idea of women collaborating and working 
working together toward common goals and helping each other and lifting and supporting each other. So, you know, I'd love for you to share kind of how did that start? Did you guys always work together? Was it because uh, you were a mentor, Macy, to Missy? Like, how did that relationship start? I'll, I'll kick us off, Miss, and then, of yeah. course, you fill in the gaps or share your side of the story. But when Missy was asked to join as a program advisor, we had a mentorship program set up where some of the senior program advisors were teamed up with some of the newer ones and really showing them the ropes and teaching. And it was honestly a Monday through Friday relationship, right? Every every day or twice a week, we would check in, we would have group trainings. And then I'll never forget, it was a Saturday and I was running errands and I just reached out to Missy and just called her and she said, oh my goodness, is everything okay? Why are you calling me on a Saturday? And I said, oh, I was just, you know, driving, running some errands and I wanted to check in with you. And I think unless either of us have been sick or on vacation from that moment in 2015, (laughs) we have talked on the phone every single day and most probably multiple times a day. I mean, there's oftentimes my husband will come into the office and say, who are you on the phone with? And then he'll look at me and he's like, why am I even asking you? So Missy's that person that I just talked to every single day. And, you know, we're more than coworkers for sure. We're more than business partners. We are sisters. We are, we are just, we can, you know, it sounds so corny, but we really do complement and complete each other so much. And truly, I think our working together comes a lot from Missy's kind of ideology of this idea that friendship consists of people that not only cheer you up, but cheer you on, that we're going to lock arms and we are just going to, we're going to do life together and how we're going to take each other far, not you're going to take me or I'm going to take you. Like we are committed to each other. We are going down this life and this journey. We're doing life together really is what it comes down to. Don't you think, Miss? I do. And and I'll tell you, Allison, I learned that pretty early about friends, what Macy shared. I had some successes in high school and we know that's, that's a tough time for girls, right? And you had the friends that when you were down and things were going wrong, they were your friend and they wanted to, to, to pour into you and love on you and help you through that breakup with that boyfriend, right? But it was interesting to me at 16 and 17 years old that when you'd have a success, those same friends would be the mean girls. And I came up with that saying, right? A true friend cheers you, not only cheers you up, but cheers you on. And You know, very early on in the process of of becoming part of the sales team, you know, Macy was doing some cheering up as I was, you know, former school teacher now selling. She would cheer me up and then things would happen and she'd cheer me on. And one day I shared that with her. She was just like, yes, I get it. And so when someone comes together with you on that level, anything is possible, right? When when there's not that competition, but there's that, that cheering on of one another towards the greatness that each of you achieve, but can even do more together. Make sense? Mm, That is so good and such an awesome teaching for any of us. I think, you know, the fact too that Macy was your mentor and you were able to to grow in that relationship. I've had mentors in my life that really have changed the trajectory of my life, right? And you think about that and how you get so close because you're able to be vulnerable with them and you're able to share with them and you're all 
also able to be there with them uh, on their journey. And, and I think right. that's fantastic. I was thinking about what experts you are in so many different things, but sales is really something I think as women, a lot of, of women feel uncomfortable with selling and they feel maybe not confident with their sales technique or connecting with people. And I feel like women are the best connectors ever and sales should come very easy to them. But for some reason, there's that mindset like that we can't sell or we shouldn't sell or, you know, that we're we're being too pushy. How do you think about selling? For me, I mean, I'll, I'll just say for me, my dad was a sales person. He was a traveling salesman and he sold something that, you know, many might say is not very manly. I mean, he sold pillows, he sold bedspreads to all of the department stores and the stores like Kmart and Clover. Back in the day, there used to be Clover. Those kind of stores and just growing up with someone who was so phenomenal at sales, I think it just, I believe that it is innate in me. It is just who I am. I am a salesperson at heart. It almost comes natural. And the funny part about it, the connecting part was a little bit more challenging for me than the actual sales part, being able to relate to people and not just want to get in there like a dog with a bone and sell them something. And that is truly what I've learned being a part of the John Maxwell team is taking maybe a, a little bit more of a softer approach and that add value and really connecting with people, but genuinely and authentically connecting with them, not just pretending to connect mm. with them by asking them like, how's the weather and what's your favorite ice cream flavor, right? Like really building relationships and, and it being less transactional and more relational. And that is something that I for sure owe and attribute to the John Maxwell team for sure. And for me, Allison, I guess it is all about connecting for me, right? Like being a school teacher and the relationships that you learn to build with people and seeing potential in your students. That's what I look for in my clients, right? I build that relationship. And I think one of the things that that makes me confident in selling is believing in their dreams with them and knowing that what we have as John Maxwell team members will really be that bridge to take them from the vision of what they want their life to be to begin stepping toward making it a reality. And so it's really the belief I have in their vision for them that causes that connection. The type of questions that Macy and I get to ask people, you don't ask the average bear those kind of deep questions. And when you are on a call and in 10 minutes, you've got people that are sharing their story with you and why they want to do what it is they want to do. You're never going to sell them unless you go all in with them and believe in them. And it's got to be authentic, right? Mm -hmm. It's got to be real that you, you want it for them as much as they do. Sometimes it appears we might want it more for them than they want it for themselves. But I think, you know, it's not about asking for the sale. It's about asking them to believe that they can really achieve what they want and then just pointing them in the direction of how our program can help them. Mm. And I also think, too, a lot has to do with what it is that you're selling. You know, if you're selling something that you believe in, that you have conviction in, that you have confidence confidence in. It is natural. It is authentic because you believe in it so much. I've sold things in the past that I didn't necessarily believe in and I still did well, but it's harder to sell when you don't really believe it in what the results can be or what the results could be for them or even your belief in the product or service. Right. And you know what I think Macy kind of tag team
steaming off of that. I think we as women, Allison, we all sell something, right? Like if I go to a dentist and believe me, that's my least favorite place to go, right? But if I go to a dentist and I have a great experience and they are so kind to me and they're gentle and I don't leave sore, you know, based on my cleaning and you can bet I'm going to be talking about that dentist everywhere I go. And I think that we naturally want to share as women things that we love, things that we're passionate about. And so I agree with Macy. It depends on what you're selling. If you're a woman and you're out there selling, whether it's virtual or face-to-face, the energy and the belief you have behind the product or whatever it is you're selling, if you don't have it, you need to move on and go find something that you can be passionate about. Because number one, it's holding you back, right? It's holding you back from experiencing the joy that comes from that. But also when you get in that sweet spot, you'll be very successful in sales. And I think it also too, you know, when you're selling something virtually, you almost have to have that extra level of energy because it has to come through the phone. They have to really feel it and hear it versus face to face. Of course, you have the the luxury of body language and facial expressions. And even when I'm on the phone, my arms are flailing and you can sense the smile and the energy. And John talks a lot about in his book, Everyone Communicates, if you connect that energy that comes from connecting with people. And that is not something that you can fake. That, That has to be authentic. And to sell virtually, I think you really, really have to believe in what you're selling because that transference of certain and and energy and belief has got to shine through that phone. That's awesome. Okay, so one of the things that I get asked often is confidence. How do you to uh, deal with, you know, maybe days when you're feeling lack of confidence and you're trying to figure out what am I going to do to energize myself or what am I going to do in order to make sure that I have the confidence to do what it is that I want to do or go after that next goal or dream that I have? I think it goes back to what we were sharing before about cheering each other up and cheering each other on there. There are days that we call each other and say, talk to me. Just tell me all the things I need to hear. Just give it to me. Because absolutely, there are going to be days in sales that you doubt yourself. You could be the best salesperson one week and that next week you could not have sold anything and that those limiting beliefs, those doubts, those fears, that lack of confidence comes through and I think the only way to get yourself out of it, or not the only, but for me, one of the biggest ways for sure is having someone in your corner that you can say, you got to tell me how good I am and not in a way that's like, feed me a bunch of bull. It is really like, you've got to remind me because I'm forgetting in this moment that I am able to do this. And I need you to remind me of that last time that I did it. So Missy, what would you say about that? Well, I would, that was in my mind. And then the other thought that came to me, I think is that we together with some other folks that we work with, we proactively try to be in front of that. And so every day, every morning we come together, we're speaking life, we're speaking affirmations. If one of us goes negative, we bring each other back, right? And so I think it's really important important to begin each day with a fresh new mindset, to speak words of positivity into your life, affirmations, visualization. Those thoughts really are things. And you've got to remind yourself, you've got to get up every morning with a smile on your face. We're going into a Carol King song here, right? But you've got to get up every morning and look at yourself and, and say, you can do it. 
right? You, you've got the best product in the world. You connect with the best people in the world. Get out there and make a difference. And so it's got to begin in your own head. And then you absolutely have to surround those people in, in your life. They've got to be on your team. They've got to be somebody that you can authentically come to and say, help, I'm drowning right now. Mm, that's so good. I love how authentic and real you're being because I know our listeners are going to absolutely love this because I think as you're stepping outside your comfort zone and perhaps you're growing your business, or you're trying to do something new, you know, it can be uncomfortable and sure. people, especially right now are feeling uncomfortable. They're struggling and they're trying to figure out, you know, maybe they lost their job or they're pivoting in their business and they're going, what in the heck am I supposed to do? So one of the things I really want to ask you is what would you do or say to somebody that's having a stressful or difficult time right now? Like what's the one piece of advice that you would give them? I would say just keep going. You know, if it is something that you're really passionate about, or if it is part of your calling or, and your purpose, you've got to just, you've got to keep going. You've got to pick yourself up and you've got to you know, that, that book, Three Feet from Gold, was a game changer for me um, years ago when I read it, that sometimes we're so close and we're so frustrated, but we're so close. And that's the point where we give up and you have got to just say, no, how bad do I want it? Do I really want this? And if you don't, that's okay too. At some point, you know, you can make that choice that I'm ready to give up. This isn't really what I want to do. But if it is, if it is part of your passion, if it's part of your purpose, that it is your goal and your dream, you have got to keep going. Yeah, I would, I would say so. And, you know, one of the things that I, I really think might speak to someone is when you're stepping towards something you want to do, it's not going to be easy, right? It, it's not always going to be just this easy street type of transition. I mean, when I left the classroom and I was on track to be administrator, right? People, there were a lot of great successes awaiting for me in education. And I'll tell you, I never thought I'd do anything but teach school. But as I had the opportunity to do different things, I felt a passion and a purpose kind of well up inside me that I knew wasn't there anymore. I had never been there before, right? And Allison, what I'll tell you is that stepping out and building a franchise and then going from franchise to speaker, trainer, coach, and then Stepping into the sales team, it hasn't been easy. And, and like Macy said, I had to continue putting one foot in front of the other, taking action intentionally. But I'll tell you this, it's been worth it, right? My life doesn't look the same as it did before. And my goal is to keep putting my steps one in front of the other because I don't want my life to look the same in 10 years as it does now. The goal of growing is to never stop, right? And so you got to keep going and you've got to realize that it's it's going to be harder than you think it is from time to time, but it will be worth it. There have been many tearful days and, and tearful nights and I want to give up and I don't want to do this anymore. And the why am I doing this? And, and people think I'm crazy. People think I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. I know. Amen, <laughs> sisters. <laughs> Yes. Anybody listening? See, yeah, this, is, mean, this happens. It's real that all of that is real. And if people tell you that it isn't, you know, they're absolutely lying to you. But I think what Missy just said was so powerful that her life now, and I could say the same, my life now isn't the same life 
thank goodness, from six years ago. And I certainly want that same for, for me six years from now. Not that my life isn't great. Of course, it's great. There's, I don't have any complaints in this moment, but I certainly don't want to stay in my comfort zone either. Okay. I, we know that we've got to keep moving and there will still be, even though we can say, oh yeah, we're doing all these great things and we're top salespeople for the John Maxwell team, there will still be tearful days and tearful nights. Those, that, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's just part, it's part of, it's part of it all. Well, you can't have uphill dreams without expecting downhill moments, right? And, and the struggle to get up that hill. And so you just got to keep going. You just got to keep going. I love that you keep saying keep going because that was my last book. And I, I just love oh. that. I love that mantra. Every time you say keep going, I'm like, yes, I love that. Now <laughs> we'll do a little commercial for you. I know. There we go. Um, this is fantastic. Okay. The next question is, what are the two to three things you've done to launch your life to the next level? Macy, do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, for sure, it's, I don't know that I can say a definitive two or three things, but about two years ago, I read John Maxwell's Leadership, and there is a line in there that John talks about living on the other side of yes. And I really paused in that chapter and really wanted to adopt that as my personal mantra, that I want to live on the other side of yes. And as long as something feels good, as long as something you know, doesn't go against my values and my morals, and as long as it feels good in my heart and my soul, and it's in alignment with my passion and my goals and my dreams, I want to be able to say yes to those things. Because John talks about that's where opportunity and abundance live, on the other side of yes. And on the other side of yes, for so many people, even so many people that we speak to that are considering joining the John Maxwell team. The other side of yes is uncertain. The other side of yes can be scary. The other side of yes, you know, there's a lot of fear that holds people back, but we know it because we see it and we've lived it. And we have a Facebook show that we do called Living on the Other Side of Yes that we invite people to come talk and hopefully Allison, you'll we'll have to get Allison. Yeah, yes. I love that. It's really just a matter of saying yes to things because if you look at your life, Missy, Allison, listeners, me, if you look at your own life and think about how you wound up where you are right now, it's because you said yes to things when the easier answer probably was to say no. That's right. Missy, what are the two to three things that you've done to launch to the next level? Of so life? so what I, I would say is mine is not necessarily these like moments that I can say that I stepped in and did this, but I'm going to tell you just a quick story. Whenever I was, Macy knows the story. If, if anybody's ever heard me talk about my life, they've heard the story. But when I was about 22 years old, I went with some girlfriends out for a night. Um, our husbands were all off and we went and um, went into the favorite Chinese restaurant, right? We had a great meal. And at the end of the restaurant, Allison, they came out, um, our waitress came out and she had the plastic black flat bill holder. And on top of our bill were the fortune cookies. And so we each took our fortune cookie and we went around the table sharing our fortune. Now, remember, we're 22 years old. We're young, newly married. The world is our oyster. And so the first friend opens up the cellophane wrapper, cracks it open and reads something about hope. And it continues going around the table, right? And you've got like your hope, peace, love, joy, success. And so it's my turn, right? I open up that fortune cookie. I pop it open and I'm ready to read my great fortune to my girlfriends. And it said, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And we're like, what? What kind of fortune? 
same as this, right? Like it became this joke that's that's been carried on for decades. But this is what I know. In order to have the love, peace, hope, joy, success, you have to have an intentional life. And so I have spent my life trying to not just think about the things I want to do, but to live intentionally and act upon them, right? And so it goes in great tandem with Macy talking about living on the other side of yes, it's the same thing. It's deciding to move forward. And so I think that both of those are very similar because they challenge you to keep going just like your mom. Mm, So good. Yes. Oh my gosh. Those are such great stories. What an awesome story. All right. Well, I, I appreciate both of you for taking your time and energy and just sharing so much with our listeners today. So I'd love for people to get a hold of you. So could you share, uh, Macy, perhaps the website to contact you if they're interested in maybe signing up for the John Maxwell team or they just want to reach out to you? How do they get a hold of you? Sure. You can visit inspired people, inspire people. Dot com inspired with a D inspired people inspire people dot com because Missy and I always hope that we've inspired people and then they go out and they inspire people that's right yay wonderful this is fantastic well thank you so much Macy and Missy for taking the time and energy to be with us today this was just absolutely phenomenal I I can't wait to share it with others and for all of our listeners I thank you for being a part of the launch podcast and for listening have a great day. Thank you for listening to the launch podcast. I'm Allison Little and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com. 